Hello and welcome to Key to IP, the show where intellectual property experts take a deep dive into innovation and intangible assets, discussing recent news and trends from the world of IP. I'm your host, Riz Skinner, and today we're going to be discussing how a patent can be green, why this is important for future business success, and what IP owners can do to optimize their portfolios for sustainability aspects. We have a lot to cover in this episode, so let's get to know our guests. Joining me today from Munich is Peter Erdudi, Global Head at Denemeyer Optimine, and from Luxembourg, Tom Bosler, Junior Product Manager at Denemeyer. Welcome to both of you, and thank you for joining the Key to IP podcast. Thank you for having us. Hi, hi. I'll get the ball rolling with you, Peter. You have been the global head of Denemeyer Octimine since the start of this year, and in that role, you oversee the operations of an AI-driven patent search engine. Can you tell us how your background in physics and quantitative finance lends itself to managing a world-class patent platform? Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. Glad you could join us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's quite busy now in the new role. But yeah, my my background in physics and quantitative finance helped me a lot in our day-to-day when we derive new methods to link patents to one another and to our customers' portfolios as well. So there's a lot of data science research going on, and it's good for me to not just scrape the surface, but to have a bit of a deeper understanding there. Optimine itself, we've developed it over the last three and a half years that I've been here from a simple semantic patent search to a whole patent analytics platform, which allows our users to not just search for patents, but also monitor patents, uh, classify them as green, as valuable, as risky with analytics indicators that we have uh, developed ourselves in-house. So it's uh, the place to be if you want to do anything with patents and if you want to store any information with on patents, with inventors, with your IP department, with anybody, really. It must not be easy to be the head of a team with so many big brains. Well, over to you, Tom. You've got some unique insight into what we are doing here. Not only are you a junior product manager at Denemeyer, but you host your very own podcast on YouTube, <laughs> Gullefro. Could you explain to our listeners who don't speak Luxembourgish what this gold question is? Oh, yeah, with pleasure. First of all, <laughs> first of all, yeah, I recently joined Denemeyer as a junior product manager for patent renewals end of last year to help assist the development and execution of strategies to create and improve our products and services and to really meet the needs of our highly valued customers. But yeah, indeed, I am hosting my very own podcast called Gullefro, which actually means the golden question, which is a wordplay regarding the Gullefra. So only the last letter we switched. And Gullefra is one of uh, Luxembourg's famous monuments. So yeah. It is an independent project, so also not related to Denemeyer at all. But to give some more information, Gullefro is a guest-based podcast in the Luxembourgish language. It has become the official number one podcast, actually, in the country. We want to, to really show how much our small country has to offer, how many talented and motivated people there are in such a small country. And in a chill atmosphere, we are discussing all kinds of topics with our guests and get to know them on a more personal level. Wow, impressive. And so this whole podcast process is very familiar to you. But just quickly, Gullefra, golden lady. Just make sure people understand. <laughs> exactly. But it's nice to know. It's very, pre- it's very nice monument, yeah. But now I have to ask the green question. What is a green patent and what makes a portfolio green? Peter. Okay. 
interesting. I learned a little bit more about Luxembourg. Yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe you get a, a version that I understand or the subtitles, then I can follow it as well. So, yeah, what is a green pattern? That's a great, great question. You will get many, many different answers uh, depending on who you talk to. That's why institutions such as the OECD have taken it upon themselves to come out with a methodology to have something that is a general definition of what a green pattern might be. So they came up with a system that maps patterns based on their IPC, CPC codes, their classifications, uh, two different green technologies. So they have identified certain technology fields which are of interest and which are yeah, important to reach our green agenda globally. And this methodology has been picked up as well by the uh, United Nations for their SDGs, the Sustainability Development Goals. They have 17 of them. They're integrated and linked targets to yeah, help reach our global sustainability goals to stop global warming or slow it down. And ultimately, these green labels can be used to classify a whole portfolio. So you can run a whole portfolio, for example, inside Optimine and to see which part of your patterns are labeled as green by this methodology and thus also contribute to these SDGs. And by doing this analysis, you can see how much of your portfolio is actually contributing to green technologies, to sustainability. That's very encouraging to hear. But if an invention benefits the Earth and humanity, Tom, what is the advantage to an IP owner of having their patents recognized as green? Oh, that's a good question. There's a lot yeah. to unpack here. <laughs> but uh, indeed, I only ask good questions. Come on. Oh, that's true. Right? <laughs> that's true, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, there's no doubt for sure that companies benefits of having green patents and uh, let's call it green stamp of approval. So first of all, the Corporate Sustainability Reporting Directive is a new piece of EU legislation that will come into force starting from 2024, so next year. This will require a lot of companies in the EU to publish regular reports on their environment activities. And this will start from 2025, so it's rather soon. And as a part of these activities, companies that have more than 250 employees, so larger companies will need to report on if they have been compliant with the 17 SDG goals. So this reporting directive for non-financial data is one way that the EU hopes to measure and track progress towards the much needed but also very ambitious 2030 objectives. While there will not be any penalties for non-green patterns, the reports are actually mandatory and the EU government is giving companies a standardized means of communicating their efforts towards global goals. So this will actually allow stakeholders and potential investors to see how a company is contributing to the natural and social environments. For example, how accountable it is for its actions and what progress it makes over time. So having green patterns can actually provide a competitive advantage for both startups and big corporates. So this is important to note here that for startups, green patterns can help demonstrate the sustainability dimension of their inventions. It can also attract investors who value sustainability and show that their business is actually green at its core and not only, let's call it, greenwashing. For big corporates, green patterns can align their IP management efforts with their sustainability goals and 
like the reporting, which will become mandatory, this can support in that regard and enhance competitive position in the market. So, yeah, as I mentioned before, the bigger companies in the EU will have to be compliant with those green reporting requirements. So the green patents are one way of, let's say, becoming compliant with this new regulation. So the owners will be very much on bigger companies to look at their portfolios, well, at least those in the EU. I would really like to take this a little bit further, Peter. Are there costs associated with attaining green status and are there financial incentives to offset these? So maybe to add to uh, what Tom just said, a little bit of a personal opinion. Uh, <laughs> I do hope that uh, we meet our sustainability goals as, as humankind. And I do think we are a bit... Like back in school, when you had homework due at a certain date, you would just do it like the day before or the hours before. And therefore, I'm pretty convinced, personal opinion, that the incentives from policymakers will become more and more trackable and also uh, more and more grippy, let's say. So I think it becomes more and more important to, mm-hmm. to, to serve to these goals. The costs associated with that, yeah. So, of course, if you want to come up with your own methodology, that's going to take a long time and it's going to cost a lot of money. And it's going to be harder to compare that to your peers, to your competitors, and overall within any industry. Therefore, I would recommend to use a system that has been outlaid by a public institution such as the OECD. Then the cost is not that, <laughs> that high once you use something standardized such as this. So especially when you use, for example, Optimine to do this, the costs are, yeah, they come down to a license or as part of Denemire service, we also offer green reports that we can do for our customers based on these indicators. So it's really not not that much, I would say. (laughs) But attaining the screen state is basically just fulfilling these uh, labels. If you focus your research more into these fields, you will automatically become greener. And therefore help for a more sustainable technology future. And you mentioned the challenge for businesses and that it will be an ongoing obligation. Is there an easier way to locate and signal green patents? Yeah, I, I partly answered your question. Uh, yeah, but I like previously. repeating myself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just to make sure the message comes through. <laughs> yeah, so our indicator, maybe I, I go into a bit more detail there. So basically, uh, the way that it works is that there are certain IPC classes and CPC classes which are linked to green technologies. And these green technologies have been put into different topics, like, for example, a water cleaning or more sustainable ways of, of dealing with energy generation, also more efficient ways of using fossil fuels, for example. And basically, as soon as a patent falls into one of these IPC codes, CPC codes, it can be labeled as green using this methodology. So in order to find out which part of your portfolio is green, you basically run our, you can upload it in, uh, into the portfolio management, for example, on Denimize IP launch or inside the Optimine uh, portfolio. And there we can then just run this analysis for you. It's just a click of a button. It's pretty automated. And uh, this will indicate which part of your portfolio is green. And using these reports that we've built now, we can also show you which parts of the different green technologies your portfolio falls into. Oftentimes, it will be more than just one. And the important thing, of course, for any business nowadays is to see 
how do I compare to my peers, to my competitors in terms of being green? And this is also something you can do here on an automated way in our preliminary reports. You can see this by a comparison to the technological field that you're in. So basically an average green percentage that the average portfolio would have versus your own. And if you use the Optimine platform, you build your own landscape. You can then, of course, also build such a portfolio for your competitor and have a direct comparison. I have a very a specific case that uh, one of our clients had, chemical industry. They were wondering what was their main competitor doing, and they did a, a green analysis specifically focused on the green technology of their competitor. And they saw that their competitor was much greener in a certain field than they were. And they saw that they were using a different approach to solving the same problem which was labeled as sustainable. And therefore, they changed their strategy in this particular field and focused their innovation more on greener technologies. So Optimine can do a lot to support companies in fulfilling their CSRD obligations. But what can businesses and IP owners do to improve their environmental footprints once they have examined their portfolios? Tom? Mm, also a good question, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's no one-size-fit-all answer. So the next step would be to identify and enact a sustainable IP strategy that fits your unique solution. So we here at Denemaya have the perfect solution for you and your specific requirements. For example, if you're interested in knowing if you have any green patents and how green your IP portfolio is, well then, I invite you to try out our free of charge green patent analysis, which we already talked about within the portfolio management app. So there you can just easily upload your assets to our free, secure, and user-friendly web app and get the analysis immediately. If you want support on what actions you can take next, you can reach out to our Denemeyer IP consulting team, and they are more than happy to support you to develop a tailor-made sustainable IP strategy for your company so they can extract the maximum potential of your patents and support you in working out a concrete action plan to move towards a sustainable future. Also important to note, if our free of charge portfolio management app is maybe not the right solution for you or it's not feasible for your needs, we also have a very powerful and customizable IP management software called Dimes, which might be the right fit for you as it supports you during your IP rights entire lifecycle and also here you have the chance to get valuable insights about the greenness of your IP assets. So you can see we really have the 360 degree solution for your specific needs here at Denemeyer. Totally agree. So green patents build a green portfolio, but a green strategy puts the portfolio to work. And talking about strategies, Peter, can Optimine also inform business owners about what their competitors are doing? Yeah, what would be use of any IP portfolio if you didn't put it to work? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so when it comes to the development of a field, Optimine really ties into what has been done previously. For example, if you think about monitoring, so what's happening in my technology space, who's entering it. A question I often get from customers is, how can I see if Google is coming into my space? Everybody was worried 10 years ago and still, I mean, especially with the rise of something like ChatGPT, that there mm -hmm. is a new technological revolution around the corner and you might need to reinvent yourself in order to survive. So in order to track your competitors inside Optimine, you can set up monitoring profiles, which will give you basically 
an alert once something relevant has been published around the world that is close to your portfolio. You can do so using either a Boolean approach, which would be very effective on, say, an applicant name, or you can also just put in your whole portfolio and our deep learning technology will look for similar patterns that sort of fall into your space. In terms of technology trends and the analysis, we have sets of analytics indicators, which we've developed over the course of the last, I would say, more than a decade now. And they can help you to identify, for example, particularly valuable or risk-associated patterns in your field. And then, of course, if you sort of cross-reference that with green patterns, you might find the green diamond, so to say, in your uh, technology field. So there's many, many different ways that our software can support you in putting your IP portfolio to work and in keeping track of who's treading into your space and which direction maybe you should also develop into. Tom, also, do you have anything to add yeah, here? Absolutely. Yeah, you do. I was, I, was, <laughs> I was about to say, also speaking about trends, green patterns have seen in the last couple of years a massive explosion in filings, which will only accelerate over the time. So not only because of government initiative, such as the mentioned CSRD, but also emerging and maturing technologies for energy generation, for example, or medicine and transport, and the shifting competitive landscape in general. So just to give a few examples about the worldwide patenting activity over the last decade, patent filings in wind power have increased by 300%. As well as for greener vehicles, they also have increased by over 300%. And for carbon capture and storage, those patent filings actually have doubled over the last 10 years. Wow, those are some really impressive numbers. And as it seems, it's onwards and upwards from here. So this has been a thrilling discussion, and I'm sure many of our listeners are inspired to find out all they can about green patents and the sustainable future of IP. I could say you've planted a seed in their ears. I know it's <laughs> very funny. Uh, yeah. But before we wrap things up, I'd like to ask you what technology you think will have the most significant environmental impact in the next 50 years and the next 500? Oh, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I like this. Well, working at an AI company, I have to say AI is probably going to be a big contributor within the next 50 years, probably also the next 500 years. But Ultimately, we will need to feed the machine with energy. If you think of something like the matrix, <laughs> it will make us feed energy. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, so sustainable energy generation will be a big, big topic for the next 500 years, I'm sure. Yeah, I can only agree. I was also about to say green energy generation and storage, I think, is a massive one. So that's also my answer. I will log in. But I'm sure there are many, many topics to discuss in this regard. So, yeah. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Peter and Tom, for your insights into the exciting developments underway in the realms of patents. It's been really fun. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Absolutely. Thank you, yeah, we have. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> I was waiting for the joy to come through. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Also, if I can have one last word, I really hope that we inspired some and if anyone is interested in green patterns and knowing more because we only covered the surface feel free to reach out to anyone from Denemeyer and we are mm -hmm. happy to to help out yes always happy to help very very true so to discover more about today's topic and listen to our previous podcasts head over to 
go.denemeyer.com slash key to IP. Join us again on your industry trusted IP podcast, Key to IP. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Peter. And bye-bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Thank you very much. Ciao, ciao. Bye.